Good morning. It's Friday, June 14th, and you are listening to the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz, a daily podcast catching you up on and breaking down the day's college football news, all within 15 minutes or fewer. My name is Connor Tapp, and I'm joined on the other line this and every weekday by 24-7 Sports College Sports Editor, the Bonnaroo bound, Trey Scott. 71 days. Happy Friday. 71 days to the college football season. No more days till I go to Bonnaroo. It's going to be a good weekend. <laughs> and uh, when I come back, we'll be a few days closer to the start of the season. I am ready for August to get here, Trey, but I'm not nearly as ready for the offseason to be over as I think Penn State probably is. 2019 has been pretty grim so far for James Franklin's Nittany Lions. Already devastated by graduation, PSU also lost quarterback Tommy Stevens to transfer and now has suffered three decommitments since Sunday on top of swinging and missing at a few of the top targets on their board for the class of 2020. Trey, just what is going on in Happy Valley right now? So where do you want to start? Do you want to start at do you want to start at him not getting Julian Fleming, number five player in the country, best receiver in the nation, grew up a Penn State fan, number one player in Pennsylvania. He's going to Ohio State. Do you want to go to maybe Brian Brzee, who's Clemson bound? He's the number two player in the country. He's from Maryland. Penn State prides itself on recruiting the DMV, which is where two of their three D commitments from this weekend are from. Look, like decommitments happen in college football recruiting. Like that's especially this time of year. And Penn State's three guys who have decommitted have all pretty much said, hey, we'd made our decision too early. We pulled the trigger too early. We want some time to sit back and reflect. But it's sit the Penn State fans, especially on the Lions 247 uh, site on our message boards, it sent them into a tizzy. It makes sense, Connor. They have the number 21 recruiting class in the country. Two years ago, they had the number six class. Like, going into year six with James Franklin, this should not be the time where they're taking steps back on the field and and on the recruiting trail. Yeah, and it's interesting because this is kind of uncharted territory for James Franklin as a head coach. You know, with at Vanderbilt, the trajectory was still meteoric when he made the move to the big time at Penn State in 2014. And then 7-6, and 7-6, 11-3, 11-2, uh, with a big uh, 10 title mixed in there. And then 9-4 and four last year, like still pretty good, but you've set some really high expectations uh, with those uh 22 wins in 22 in, in two seasons and you know it was already kind of setting up to be kind of a difficult 2019 season in all probability at least kind of a transitional one uh where you you're mixing some new pieces in and this is not the off season you want and it'll be interesting to see we've seen james franklin the builder of programs we haven't really seen james franklin the maintainer of programs the weatherer of storms uh and he he might be in the middle of one right now yeah penn state last season i think we all sort of predicted the drop off without saquon barkley but they still had quarterback trace mcsorley Nine and four, but it was a bitter nine and four. It should have at least been ten and three. They blew the Citrus Bowl to Kentucky, and of course they blew it against Ohio State. After which James Franklin had had a very uh, intense press conference and said they were not doing little things like in the classroom even did little things well enough to be elite. And that kind of stuff doesn't sit well with a fan base after a certain amount of time. And then I, I you know, how you recruit—that's your lifeblood of your program. It's also a, a really good indicator of of how 
kids obviously are perceiving your program. And to go again, to go from the number six class two years ago, headlined by Micah Parsons to number 13 last year, but you still had a five star last year to number 21. It's still plenty early. Penn State will probably be, you know, eight or nine win team on the field this fall. They'll probably still have a recruiting class, you know, in the 15s to 20s, but that doesn't win you a Big Ten title. So I think the Penn State fans have a right to be frustrated. Uh, Sean Fitz, who covers Penn State for us at 24-7 Sports, was asked in a VIP chat uh, on the board, uh, what was the feeling like uh, in the Penn State offices right now? And he said, uh, certainly frustration. They've recruited really well the last few cycles, and it seems to have hit a sizable speed bump. Yeah, it's not not what you want right now if you're James Franklin. Um, but, Trey, we are going to decommit from that topic now and open up the podcast so that we can go hurry up, no huddle, through some headlines from around the world of college football. First up, we go to South Florida, where Donnell Harris, the number two defensive end in the class of 2021, dropped a bombshell today or yesterday on his Twitter account. In an Apple Notes screenshot, Harris announced that not only is he reclassifying to 2020, but he is decommitting from his hometown Hurricanes, this coming four days after completing a visit to FSU. But fear not, Miami fans, Harris is still considering the U, and even with the subtraction of Harris, the Canes 2021 class remains number one in the 24-7 sports composite. Those Hurricanes are two years out beasts. Oh, well, I mean, I know we're going to hurry up, no huddle, but that's funny because we talked about their class a few <laughs> days ago on the podcast and said they always get the hay in the barn in February and then can't hold on. Yeah. Keep it together, Manny. Um, Clemson wants, uh, sorry, Clemson's quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, wants you to know you do not have to worry about writing stories about him skipping bowl games. T-Law told ESPN, sitting out bowl games and stuff, that'll never be me. Everyone's like, oh, great. Trevor Lawrence is committed to his team, committed to college football. Obviously, this is, you know, the scope of here is, yeah, he could sit out the next two years and still be the number one pick in 2021. What people aren't saying is that Trevor Lawrence will probably never have to play in a meaningless bowl game. Clemson looks playoff found the next two years. Why would he sit that out? Yeah, that's a great point. When people are sitting uh, out bowl games, it's, you know, it's the uh, poinsettia bowl. It's the advocate bowl, not... uh, not, not the Rose Bowl, not whatever, uh, whatever might be rotating into the college football playoff in any given year. Um, but if, if you know, for whatever reason, Trevor Lawrence's junior season, Clemson's maybe, maybe team kind of falls short of their expectations. It'll be interesting to see if he stays true to that word as you get closer to that payday. And the only thing between you and the NFL draft is a bowl game that uh, wasn't what you uh, set out the season hoping to get in. Does he stick to that? I, 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 I hope he's going to stick to it because I, I love that he's coming out and saying this is so irritating to see his name like people volunteering him to like make the sacrifice of sitting out two years and it's like well he probably like really loves to play football so why don't you just like ask him whether he wants to do that um absolutely love it keeping it moving uh arizona state released a statement on thursday saying that second year head coach herm edwards will become a quote professor of practice at Arizona State's Walter Cronkite School of Journalism and Mass Communication. Before you give off a snort of derision, bear in mind that Edwards did work at ESPN for 10 years as a studio personality, in addition to, of course, playing and coaching in the NFL for many, many years. The school says Edwards' experience on both sides of the sports media microscope will be an invaluable asset to their students at a bare minimum. Those classes should be very, very interesting, and more than that, 
very, very difficult to get into. Less, I love that guy. He, he, Herb Edwards is so good with the media. I think that's great. Yeah, what a, what a. I don't even want to call it a comeback story, but just in terms of the perception at the time that he was hired to where he is now, that he's, uh, you know, uh, in demand for speaking to students. That's, that's really cool. And I'm excited to see where things go for him in year two. Uh, lastly, Trey, Texas A&M, we are all over the SEC beer beat here on the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz. So, felt obligated to let you know that the Aggies have announced on Thursday that they are expanding availability for the purchase of beer and wine to the general public, regardless of seating section, at Kyle Field starting this fall. This news prompted some internet sleuths to dig up a 2015 quote from an A&M chancellor that read as follows, our athletic program has not reached the point where we require the numbing effects of alcohol. 2016 really did change us all. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I think you know all these SEC schools in the next three years will be will be having booze everywhere. Georgia this week did say they will not, but they also said they will reevaluate annually. Well, Trey, that is going to do it for today's episode of the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz. If you enjoyed what you heard, make sure to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend to check us out. For Trey Scott, I'm Connor Tapp, and we'll see you bright and early on Monday for the next edition of the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz.